Okay, I am in. That's what he said. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jarred. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to turn off Chef Scatori. Yeah, stop watching live. Sorry. In the How do I turn it on? <laughs> oh. How do I turn what, it on? What that's what she said. <clears throat> to you, maybe. <laughs> no, that's what he said. <laughs> 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 Anyway, what's going on? I know Amber wants to talk about the apple strawberry thing. I sincerely do. Come on, then. <laughs> let's get let's address the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the apple tomato strawberry. <coughs> Ryan is so dumb. <laughs> We're off with a banger, folks. Uh, okay. So when did this happen? Was it yesterday was or yesterday. the day before? This was yesterday. Okay. Yesterday, we are in the group chat. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. Ryan sends this like 10, 15 second video. I forgot what even the context was. I think he said he heard a noise or something. I don't fucking know. It's a video of him walking into this room. And displayed is clearly a children's educational alphabet game. What was it called? Letterland? Something like that. Letterland. Yeah, Letterland. Okay. Displayed are clearly letters with characters next to the letter to depict maybe what that object is. Ryan becomes immersed with this fruit. That's right next to the letter A. And why was he immersed with this fruit, Amber? <sighs> because he got bricked up, people. <laughs> Not bricked up. <laughs> Ryan got bricked up <laughs> over an animated fruit on a cardboard box. She, next to the letter A. I promise you this piece of information is important. Ryan says in the video, I don't know what's going on with this tomato or strawberry. I'm not sure what fruit this yeah, is. like some sort of sexy pill. But she needs to calm down. That's <laughs> a sexy pill. <laughs> I had to be as nice as I possibly could to Ryan and say, baby, let's use some context clues here. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. It, it, sounds, it sounds worse hearing it back. Because once again, you, at, at the time, I was so... Bricked up? No. I was, <laughs> I was so sure that I was right. And you know what the best of it is? That's how you always are. I know. You're like, I don't know what the fuck this tomato is doing. I'm, or I'm, whatever I'm the about, fuck. Maybe she's a strawberry. I'm about to out myself even further with this story. That was the third take I did of that video. Uh, because. Oh, God fucking damn it. Because <laughs> I kept calling it a tomato. And then on the third one, when I was looking at it, I was like, well, no, no, it's a fucking strawberry. And so I still, I still accidentally said tomato in the third one. That's why I changed it to strawberry. So I did it three times, four times, and then I had to go back after you sent me the message being as kind as you were. Bless you. Thank you. Selling me it was a fucking apple. And it wasn't until I went back in then to confirm, yes, it was an apple, sat on an A, 
Um, the even bigger clue was the walrus splashing water over it, which was next to the letter W. I'm surprised you knew that was a walrus, to be completely honest. <laughs> so A is in strawberry. <laughs> so, folks, I think an apple a is, is a tomato and then strawberry and then have to be told by multiple people that it's a fucking apple. Yeah. The box like, said was, Letterland, baby. That would have been such like a high quality tier of shit posting that I was like, there's no way he meant to do this. The thing, <laughs> like, I feel wrong. like anyone else, anyone else would like a relatively mediocre yeah. IQ could have like shit posted that <laughs> as satire. But, but mine was legit I, because it was Ryan. I was like, no, this, this isn't shit post. This isn't satire. That was me legit being 100% genuine, thinking it was true, and I was trying to be funny over the cartoon aspect of the fruit, outshadowed by my fucking dumbass. Baby, it knows no bounds at this point, and that scares me. It scared me when I fact-checked myself. I was legitimately worried. There was nothing to fact check. I needed to. I'm I needed to self. I needed exactly to self reassure myself. Like I needed, and then I, it said Letterland. Self reassure himself. <laughs> it was a letter, and clearly a children's animation of said object. <laughs> That's rule number one. A is for Apple. <laughs> I know. Don't. That's true. It's in my fucking nephew's book and my niece's book. It's the first fucking page. Do me a favor and give them that box because it's not going to help <laughs> I think they had it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I love you, honey. Someone's fucking got to. <laughs> I just, I just want you to read more. That's all. It's clearly not working. I can't even read the letter A. Letter A. I can't even say it. <laughs> he didn't even say tomato, right, Amber? Come on. Tomato. 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 It's not tomato. It's tomato. 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 I want to go home. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> You've exhausted Sarah, and we're only seven minutes in. How have I exhausted Sarah? Look, she's like, I'm going to smoke. Goodbye. <laughs> Did she not? Don't she? She she must have seen. She must have saw the video, right? I'm sure. What? Did you see, Did you see the video <laughs> yesterday where I fucked up? Is this or is this your first time yes. hearing of it? Everyone yes. saw that. Oh fuck. I was the one that made the birth comment. My mom <laughs> said that. Uh, obviously, <laughs> you will never go unscathed. I forgot you were the one that made the birth comment. Context listeners, I asked in the chat, where did it all go wrong? And Sarah, without hesitation, was like, birth. This is where it went, birth. <laughs> where it went wrong. Love you. Love you. Well, um, moving on. Okay, so, um, so we're like, you know, talking about like serial killers. Favorite trees. Um, whose turn is it? It's mine. Ryan's. 
Fuck. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You just hype me up with that intro and uh, and then you're handing it over to me. Like, Fuck. go for it. Yeah. So uh, good luck, everybody. You're gonna if you need to, read flow, okay? I'm going to. You have no <laughs> idea how read. many times I went over this before we started. But then all the fucking technical issues I've had, I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> well, just... just- Blow through it, just breeze through it, just get it done quickly, because honestly, I, I'm really wanting to get drunk, so. Sweet, well, this is not a long one anyway, so we <laughs> are good. So, I am taking you back to 1940s England, and I am bringing the first female serial killer in this season. All right. Her name is Florence Iris Ransom. Okay? Cannot get any more British than that. Right. And fun fact, when I was doing my research in for this, I I didn't want to do a male one straight out the bat because stereotypical serial killer males. The problem is with UK, we've only got like 540-odd male serial killers and only like 122 female serial killers. Right? But one thing I did notice when I was scouting through, because I was using uh, Murderpedia, when I was scouting through and and looking, like, UK female serial killers had a lesser count than the males, but the crimes were more heinous and were much more vicious. It was one thing I noticed between the two. So that's why I went straight for this one, because she fucked up. So it's interesting that you say those numbers because if you remember my episode, it was like Murderpedia was like five thousand for men and then like one thousand for women. Yeah, was that the- but did you find in your research that with the women, most of theirs were their own children? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah quite a few of them uh, with their own children. Um, and then there was one <clears throat> that I looked at because um. I think the body count was like five or six. I was like, oh, perfect. Let's go straight in. I'd already covered it. It was the Moore's murders. I was like, oh, I thought it looked familiar. (laughs) I already covered that last season. Let's breeze by that one. And the thing is as well, the problem is because there's not a lot of serial killers in the UK, it's it's hard to find one that is lesser known because any serial killer in the UK is going to be known because it's a rarity. Whereas like with the States, for example... (sighs) You know, it happens that often almost. It kind of gets slipped through the cracks. So I found one here, which wasn't heard of because of the time that it was. It was 1940. It was at the start of the Blitz. So naturally, there was more important things to put in the news than this. So Florence Iris Ransom. She was quoted as an attractive middle-aged who was having an affair with Lawrence Fisher of Paddington, near Bicester. In early 1940, she moved in with her lover, who left his wife, Dorothy Fisher, and their 19-year-old daughter, Frida. Fisher's wife and daughter moved to the village of Matfield, about seven miles from Tombridge in Kent, just outside London. On the afternoon of 9th of July, Ransom, carrying a shotgun wrapped in brown paper, went to the cottage where her lover's family lived and enticed Dorothy and Frida into the garden, where she shot them both. As she reloaded the shotgun, their maid, Charlotte Saunders, ran into the garden and was also shot by Florence Ransom. So, bit of context on the backstory here. 
Mrs. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Um, Fisher were happily married couple and had their daughter Frida, but halfway through their marriage, they respectively decided they were going to see other people but stay married. So they were having an open marriage. Both okay. of which found lovers. Dorothy Fisher, the wife, um, found a Danish lover. Um, and Lawrence, her husband, didn't object to him staying in the house. So they were all living together on the condition that Florence moved in with them. So they were all living in the same house at one point. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, but they were all happily getting on with it. Um, Florence ran some, had her own farm, which she would um, commute back and forth um, in Oxfordshire to look after. Um, and then Lawrence Fisher moved up to stay with her, to stay with her. However, at the start of the Blitz in 1940, he would travel back down to visit uh, his still wife and daughter to make sure that all was well, all was sitting well, um, just checking on them, and even gave money to the maid as she was to be engaged. This sparked jealousy within Florence, and that's when shit started to spiral out of control. So let me get all of my quotes here. So... <clears throat> on da, 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 da. where were we where were we so here we go the story begins sometime before the war broke out when a, when a married couple mr and mrs fisher lived in twickenham when they fell out they went their separate ways and began living with a lover mrs fisher's companion a foreigner of his who of his no importance to this case and indeed was hardly mentioned in the trial Mr. Fisher fell in love with a young widow, Florence Iris Ransom. She was quite well off and owned the farm in Oxfordshire. Perhaps for, for reasons of discretion, Fisher did not spend much time there. However, he took a cottage out in Matfield near Tombridge, Kent, where there Miss Ransom uh, was in the habit of staying at the weekends. Possibly through the dangers of invasion and bombs, the couple abandoned this practice early in 1940 and Mr. Fisher went openly to live at his mistress's farm. Mrs. Fisher, with the daughter aged 19, Frida, became the tenant of the Kent cottage. This arrangement evidently made being perfectly, being perfectly made a friendly one for since the couple had sorted out their matrimonial troubles in their own satisfactory way. And in fact, as soon as the blitz started, Mr. Fisher often travelled down to the cottage to assure himself that all was well. He also provided money for the housekeeper so she could be engaged. These visits apparently aroused the jealousy of Miss Ransom. And on July 8th, she borrowed a shotgun from her brother, apparently to fend off the rabbits on her land and took the train down to London. No one knows exactly her, her movements from where she boarded the train at Aylesbury until she arrived back at the farm later that same night. However, there was one eyewitness that Florence Ransom was spotted at 8.46am 8 boarding on Bista on July 9th, and where she was also then seen again en route between Cretterton, I think I pronounced that right. The English towns have some really weird names. Cretterton and Tombridge carrying a brown package, which the prosecution said contained the gun. 
However, she claims she had been at the farm all day fending off the rabbits. Because that takes all day fending off the rabbits. I don't know. Have you ever played D and D? Yeah, true. Yeah, true. That's okay. <laughs> that took a fucking while finding out and some rabbits. And if you want more context on that, join our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So, in the run-ups to her heading down to uh, heading down to the cottage to to uh, to commit her murders, she on the July third, so a few days prior. Florence Ransom brought 25 410 shotgun cartridges in Oxfordshire at Gillenco Ironmongers. And then on 8th of July, Florence Ransom asked her brother, who was working on the farm with her as a, as a cowman, to show her how to fire the sporting shotgun, saying that she wanted to shoot some rabbits, and then took a dozen cartridges away with her. <clears throat> the the prosecution said that when Florence Ransom arrived for tea at the cottage uh, at Creston, she probably told Frieda Fisher, the nineteen year old daughter, the story of the shoot, the story of shooting rabbits, and walked off with her through the orchard. And when they reached the end of the orchard, she shot her at close range in the lower back. Dorothy Fisher, the mother, then ran across the orchard and was chased by Florence and was shot in the back twice. After killing Dorothy Fisher, <coughs> Florence went back to Frieda to make sure she was dead and shot her two more times. Florence then returned back to the cottage where Charlotte Saunders, the maid, was making tea for all four of them. Charlotte Saunders saw um, the, where was the quote I had it? Because it was quite specific. Terrific disorder is how it was quoted. And as she was fleeing... Uh, trigger warning here, uh, had half of her skull blown off. When the bodies were when the bodies were found, they found a white oxskin glove in the orchard that was proven to be to belong to Florence Ransom. However, no cartridges were found, but she had taken off the glove so she could pull out the spent cartridges. In the trial, they produced a single shot 410 sporting shotgun which was borrowed from the brother. A total of six shots were fired, and the gun required uh, the gun required loading each time, meaning it was reloaded five times in total. When the prosecution demonstrated the gun in court, they noted that the user would need a tool stouter than one's fingers to get the cartridge out after firing. The jury took the gun and cartridge with them in for deliberation, and after 47 minutes, came back with the guilty verdict. <clears throat> at her defence at Old Bailey trial in November uh, 1940 uh, it was quoted for what was the whole day of crime her mind had been completely blank this is a familiar excuse to be used when the evidence is so damning Miss Ransom, however, had had a record of mental instability and had been a voluntary patient on a number of occasions. Her appearance in the docks confirmed this view. She was a, physic she was a physically beautiful woman with red hair, healthy looking, but with a strange brooding look in her eye that screamed madness. 
Nevertheless, she endured hours of cross-examination without turning a hair. Mr. Justice Tucker, in the absence of medical evidence providing her insanity, had to sentence her to death. But she was soon afterwards pronounced insane and sent to Broadmoor Asylum, where she saw out the rest of her days. What son of a bitch? Told you it was short and sweet. (laughs) So she never clearly gave a reason as to why just pure jealousy because of her because of her lover that she was having the affair with kept popping back down to check in on his family because of the war it was literally jealousy just pushed her over the edge she was just mad with jealousy she went mad with jealousy she had no remorse and she planned it out from july yeah from july 3rd when she went to get the shotgun shells then had the training session with her brother on july 8th went upon july 9th and killed all three of them. Meticulous. She mad. And she... And I'm sorry, but, like, shooting someone with a shotgun, like, it really only takes one. All those extra shots just weren't necessary. When I read... Like, I first read, like, (laughs) one section on Murderpedia, and then I went over to... um, This source is Black Calendar. Uh, this gives you like all of the um, Her Majesty's prisons full Sutton. It's given me all of the um, inmates there. Um, this had more detail in. So when I fed the first one, it, would, it just said that they were shot once, and they went into this one, and they went into more detail. I was like, you don't need to go back and shoot another twi- uh, two more times with a shotgun, especially a four or four ten sporting shotgun. You know, like a hunting one. No. That's just unnecessary. I mean, it does depend on how far away you are and the type of shot as well. True. I mean, didn't didn't you say that the first shooting she was in close range? It says, says, quote, close range because they're walking through an orchard. Um, Yeah. There's literally, unfortunately, there is very little information on this because of the time it was, it was at the start of the Blitz. Right. So it wasn't even printed in local papers, obviously, because actually it even states there was more important news to broadcast at the time. And it doesn't even state how long it was before the crime happened. I mean, she, she committed the murders on July 9th, which wasn't trialed to November, but it doesn't state when the bodies were found or anything like that. Because at the time, there was... Um, there was the military fending off on front on first defense lines. They were training continuously. So gunshots were quite the norm in the countryside at that time, obviously defending off um defending off the enemy. So no one really batted an eyelid and it even stated in here, no one no one was questioning gunfire at, at that time during the day. It was just the norm. So yeah, it doesn't even have a time of death or anything like that. There's literally nothing. They literally have very minuscule information from when they did the autopsies. So Oof. the cottage that they were in, was that like on the edge of a, a small town or yes, it was, a, was, it was it actually a sm- in? It was a small village. So it wasn't like in, it wasn't in London or anything like that. It was um, outside Kent in a very, very, very small village, remote village, um, kind of like in the sort of village I'm in now, but obviously like half the population. Um but yeah, it was just on the outskirts. So, like, was there space between the cottages? Yeah, yeah. 
Because okay. they were, they were quite large manor homes. They all had orchards, so there was quite a large like um, acre of land between okay. each one. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's just on that side as well, being sort of more rural sort of a setting. Yeah, a shotgun shot is not going to be no. anything to anyone. No, because so. again, people would be thinking hunting. You know, for yeah. one thing. You know, I mean, <laughs> just down the road here, we get it. You know, we got the farmers doing it. It's just. I, well, I, I don't mean, like how I'm saying anything. You got America right next to us, like. <laughs> I was about to say my my husband and my father have created their own shooting range on our property. So I mean, that's it's not uncommon around here to hear gunshots and really not think anything about it. Mm-hmm. I live in town and we hear gunshots <laughs> all the time, and everyone's like, "Oh, no biggie." I'm sorry, but that 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 that'd be a biggie. Bit bit that would be a biggie for me. Um, but yeah, it's constant, guys. So I just, I just, constant, just again when I was doing my research in, into the into female story, because she stood out to me on the fact that it was it was jealousy that drove her <laughs> over the edge. Because, like, I get the concept of jealousy. We all get jealous. Like I've been jealous before, but I've never gone to the extent of where I flick my switch and think and thought, oh yeah, you know what? I'm gonna thinked, thinked, <laughs> thought, you know, hell yeah, I'm gonna blow some <laughs> holes in some people, like. I can't. I can't grasp that concept. Yeah, well, but she did have. Yeah, she was history of down as, as in yeah. being unstable. Yeah, and what's what I find frustrating and also interesting is the fact that there's no there's no records of her after she entered Broadmoor into the asylum. There's no records of her after that. It just says she lived out her days in there. There's nothing else afterwards that I could find. I mean, I've planned out how I to someone before. <laughs> yeah, but executing it is... Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh, I wouldn't do that. So, yeah. Open uh, open relationship, marriage, affairs, murder. It's got it all. It's like a full-on Agatha Christie English murder mystery. I'm, I love it. I'm not going to say who I would pick. Just so it, you know, it's not on recording. Yeah. So when I do it, not for the know, record. Keep no it off one, the record. Yeah, I can't put it on recording. Yeah, but I do Wait. have very thorough plans for two people, <laughs> like to kill. But if you execute them, that's the problem. So, you yeah, wait it. until like. But I have like pretty foolproof plans for both of them. Yes, but it separates you from Florence. It's not. You... It's not daydreams. It's not. Yeah, it's plans. We should say that there are daydreams, though, on recording. Um, yeah, d- that's d- probably <laughs> where we should just cut off. Context is right. I think you did a great job. Fantasies. It, I, I'm not fantasizing here. These okay, we should say that you are. I'm less alone now. For we we can only cover your back so far, Jess. <laughs> Listen, the stripper told me how to do it. Okay, that's you know so that's where we cut Jess off. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you did a fantastic job, bud. Thank you. Nice work, mate. I'm gonna. I'm next for my next one. I'm gonna try and get more local to Leicester, uh, Leicestershire, because I was told after I did this research, I was told that there may be one at. Um, uh, and there may be a serial killer in 
I forget the prison in the centre of town, but literally the one I would walk by every day going to work. Um, so I'm going to do some digging research into that one and try and find like a hometown serial killer. Well, I think this one was great. Fuck you. <laughs> thank you, but so thank too. you. But... <laughs> Thinked. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Thunked. Everyone, send Ryan a DM uh, asking for his address so you can send him a fruit basket. Of tomatoes. <laughs> Why? He's not going to know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no, you for the broccoli. He be lonely. <laughs> I love my vegetable basket. <laughs> <laughs> are these chocolate covered tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> I hate my life so much. I hate my life so much. Chocolate covered tomatoes. <laughs> Chocolate covered tomatoes. You did it. Oh, you're so naughty. Oh, goodness. You know me so well. We you know what turns me tea. on. A strawberry tea. Oh, God. Fuck it. I'm going to post that video on TikTok. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm just going to get getting roasted enough by you. I'm just going to get roasted by the internet. Fuck it. I'm going to just put it up. Attach it. Attach it to the end of this video for YouTube listeners. I, I will do. YouTube listeners, I, I will out myself and post it on here as well. Because oh. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and close this out. I'm not going to close anything out, actually, because we have, like, what, 14,000, 15,000 downloads. People know what we, we are. are just, like, uh, we you are know, literally just under 14,000. You don't need 14, to know where to find us. Like, but... Dang. Look us up on all the social medias. Please consider being a Patreon, especially if you want to hear our new Patreon episode. We do a D&D session with huh? Jess's lovely husband, Charles, and our uh, executive Patreon producer, Michael Davis. We ruined Easter. And... Yeah, we killed the Easter bunny. <laughs> Actually, I killed the Easter bunny. Jess killed the Easter bunny. Yeah. I rode the Easter bunny. Do with that information what you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Patricia, what are you doing back there? Why are you so Italian? Why, why did you just manifest Italian vibes? Patricia, what are you doing? I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I have no idea what's going on over there. No. Okay. Anyway, we're off to get drunk, so bye. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Bye. Good night. Bye. Peace out. Patricia! Patricia! Patricia!